serve a God that does not change his mind about his word, amen. And he does not change what he said. He said that his word is forever written, amen. It, it is established, praise God. And when his word is established, that means that it is set set in stone. It is, it is not going to change, amen, praise God. And we, in the human flesh, we change, we sway. We, you know, sometimes we make the right decisions, sometimes the wrong decisions, amen, praise God. But we decided to be here this morning to come and worship and praise the Lord. Amen. It is good to see you this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Sister Aileen is here. Sister Emily is here this morning. And Brother Connor is here this morning. Amen. God bless you. So at this time on this Independence Day service, we're going to turn things over to Pastor Adam. Amen. Who made the decision to come and praise and preach this morning. Amen. Praise God. So let us give the Lord a hand clap of praise, everyone. Praise the Lord, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Praise God, good to see you all here. And those of you who are on the phone, praise God. And those of you who are joining us online, God bless you. And it is good that God has provided all these different ways for us to join church. Praise the Lord. And it's just good to see all y'all smiling faces. Y'all want to give me a smile this morning? <laughs> praise God. And we're going to be celebrating 4th of July. Some people have already started early with fireworks and noise. And uh, I'm sure many of us are experiencing that in our neighborhoods and being subjected to that. And if you're not being subjected to it, maybe you are subjecting somebody else to it. <laughs> Praise God. But, you know, it, it's a time of year when we come together to celebrate uh, our independence, you know, as a country. And, you know, often when this time of the year comes around, I declare my dependence on Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I don't ever want to be independent of Jesus. Amen. And the truth be told, everybody that is breathing, this whole world and the life cycle that this whole world provides is all because of Jesus. Nothing would exist without him. Praise God. So we are all dependent on Jesus, whether we realize it or not. Amen. Can we give the Lord some praise here this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So I call it Happy Dependence Day. <laughs> Happy Dependence Day. Praise God. Thank you. Praise the Lord. This works just fine, so I'm good. Praise God. The title of the message this morning is uh, called Accustomed to Bondage. Accustomed to Bondage. You know, Jesus came and he set us free from sin. We're the ones who have to take advantage of that freedom. Praise God. But many of us don't because we have become accustomed to bondage. And in the message this morning, I hope to bring out some things where you can see maybe the light of God showing in your life where you may have become accustomed to bondage. 
where Jesus wants to set you free in that area of your life. Can we give him some more praise this morning? Because he has already set you free. You just need to take advantage of that freedom. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, there's only a few of us here this morning, but we are going to go ahead and take up an offering before we get into the message. Praise God. And I'm going to try not to keep y'all too long. I know you want to get back to your fireworks and blow up the neighborhoods. <laughs> but many people suffer, and animals especially suffer during this time of year. Many a veteran that have fought in battle, they hear the different fireworks going off, and they get taken right back into the mode of what they call PTSD. And there are some people in our neighborhoods that could care less that people suffer because of this, that they expose people to danger in lighting off fireworks, because fireworks are quite dangerous, especially the big ones that are meant to be used in a controlled environment. Anybody ever seen a firework tip over, one of those big fireworks tip over and then begin to shoot out? We were at a firework display one year and the firework actually tipped over and it began to shoot the fireworks at the crowd. We were in the crowd. Our kids were very tiny at the time. We had to pick them up and try and shelter them and run for cover. And wherever we went, along with everybody else that was in the crowd, the firework would then spin and shoot in that area as well. And we were just back and forth, back and forth until this firework stopped. And it did set a bush on fire right by the house and did some damage to the house. But that's the damage that fireworks can do. And every year it seems like someone loses their life, loses a limb, <coughs> sustains very serious injury because of fireworks. That's why they're meant to be used in a controlled environment by professionals that know how to use them. Now the small fireworks, they're okay. The ones that you can buy from the local stores, Sam's Club, things like that, they're okay to go ahead and display in your backyard. But again, you have to make sure that they are safe and people maintain a safe distance around them. And be respectful. Be respectful of other people. Don't be shooting them off at 11 o'clock 12 midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, scaring people half to death. Because some of these fireworks actually sound like somebody's house just blew up. Praise God. But we can celebrate our dependence. I mean, on Jesus. We are dependent upon him each and every day that we live. You know, the body functions without us even thinking about it. It is amazing all the bodily functions that take place without us even thinking about them. We go to sleep and the heart keeps beating. You keep on breathing. Your blood keeps pumping. Your digestive system is working all while you are sleeping. And that is by God's design. And we never even have to give that any thought. Amen. Amen. Praise God. But we are dependent upon him. Yes. Yes, we are. 
so many people, they never give him the glory, the honor, the praise for these things. They don't see them happening, but they are happening. And it is all because of our God. Can we praise him this morning? We are dependent upon him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. At this time, we are going to take up an offering. Brother Isaiah, would you come and take up an offering this morning? Praise the Lord. Uh, we hope that some that are not here in physical form this morning, that they are not present in the church, that they are joining us online. Praise God. Amen. I have a word for Will Warlinsky that has joined us online. Praise God. You don't know it, but we talk about you often in our family circle. And we just were talking about you within the last week's time. We haven't heard from Will Warlinsky. Praise God. But that is the power of magnetism. You, there is so much power within us. And if you've ever noticed it, when you start to think about somebody that you haven't heard from in a while or seen from in a while, you either see them or hear from them. It is what some people call the law of attraction. And they attract these things to them. Does the power of love attract? Amen. It's sure enough attracted me to my wife. Amen. Does the power of love attract us to God? Absolutely. That's his power. And you know what? It is like a magnet drawing us to him. Praise God. And I'm just thankful this morning that God has drawn us to him and drawn us then one to another. Can we give the Lord some more praise? Praise God. Come on in. Praise God. It's Adrian. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Adrian and her children have shown up. Sister Adrian is our niece, praise God. <laughs> praise God, it's so good to see her and her children this morning. They are from the Harrisburg area, praise God, and it's just a blessing to have them all here. They're getting so big. <laughs> praise God, and Adrian was in our wedding. She was our flower girl at our wedding. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing how fast people grow up and then have families of their own. And it's like the last time we were at uh, Sister Lisa's niece's graduation party yesterday. And it's just amazing some of the people we haven't seen in years. You know, they were kids when we last saw them. Now they're grown up with kids. And it's just that life cycle continues on. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. Praise God. But I hope it's not too long in between where we see y'all next time that your kids have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Brother Isaiah, would you take up an offering? Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for blessing this offering. And we thank you for blessing those who can give and those who cannot. We thank you, mighty God, for blessing those who are here and those who are not here. We thank you for the sermon this morning, Jesus, and that we hear it not only with our ears, but with our hearts, and that we take all that we have learned, applying it throughout our lives immediately, so that we become 
better doers of your will, and we can experience true communion with you. We thank you, mighty God. As we declare our dependence on you, we say in your holy name, Jesus, amen. 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 And um, Sister Adrian is Sister Lois's granddaughter. And so these are all Sister Lois's great-grandchildren that are here with us this morning. And I just want to um, just touch on that a little bit as to how the Word of God affects one person's life and that one person surrendering their life unto the Lord, how they have then the opportunity to influence their other family for generations to come. So those of you who are here with me this morning, don't take it lightly that you are serving God. Amen. Your children are watching your life, praise God. Those that are in your family are watching your life. Because you love the Lord, they're seeing that love in you, and they're being drawn unto the Lord as well. Keep on living for the Lord. Keep on uh, surrendering your life to the truth of his word. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. <clears throat> Accustomed to bondage is the title of the message this morning. So when I say Happy Dependence Day, y'all say it back to me. Happy Dependence Day. Praise God. And being accustomed to bondage is not something that I recommend. Not for your life, not for mine. Praise God. I want to tell you a story before I offer the word of God. There was an experiment conducted at one time years ago. And that experiment con uh, consists of two fish. And these two fish, one a pike, one a minnow. Pike, much larger than the minnow. Pike, eat minnow. Okay, anybody ever been fishing? Anybody ever use minnow for bait? Minnow catch bigger fish. You put them on a hook, you throw it out there, they'll catch a bigger fish. So this pike and this minnow, they were placed in a tank. Separating the two fish was a glass barrier so they couldn't get at one another. The pike was hungry, and so he sees the minnow, and he's, he wants it for food. Over and over, the pike tries to get at the minnow, and he rams his nose right into the glass. Time after time, he rams his nose right into the glass. The minnow gets right upside the glass. The pike runs right into the glass on its side. But over time, of hitting its nose against that glass, the pike gives up and he stops trying to get at the minnow. The glass partition is then taken out and the pike will not even go close to the minnow. The minnow now swims all around the pike and the pike never tries to get at that minnow. So the pike finally stopped trying. And what this represents is the divided mind that is in all of us. 
And it begins to show us why man does not enjoy what is already all around him. What God has already provided. It is within our reach. But because we have become accustomed to our limitations. Accustomed to those partitions. That we place on ourselves. We will not enjoy the health that is available. The peace that is available to us. The happiness that is available to us. Because we have become accustomed to a barrier or a bondage that we never and we never get to experience the unlimited freedom that exists in Christ Jesus. Can we give the Lord some praise this morning? Praise God. We can declare our independence as a nation and we still are in bondage. And we have become accustomed to being in bondage. When all the freedom that there is exists in Christ Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, verse 15 through 16, I want to read. Mark chapter 5, verse 15 through 16. Mark chapter 5, 15 and 16 says, And they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. I want you to focus on those last four words that I just said. And they were afraid. Verse 16 says, and they saw it. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil and also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. Now they weren't praying that the one that had been possessed with the devil leave their coast. They were praying that the one who had cast out the devils leave their coast. And that one was Jesus. That's the one that they were praying would leave their coast. Can you imagine now here is someone that is possessed with many, 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 many devils. Now I know me, just being me. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere near that man. With him being possessed with all these devils. Anybody, anybody with me this morning say amen. If y'all want to hang around him, y'all... Let me see here the ones that want to hang around the one possessed with the legion. I ain't got a witness in here that want to do that. But they want Jesus, the one who cast out the devils, to leave their presence. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? I cannot. Accustomed to bondage. 
The one who could free them from the bondage demonstrated how he could free from bondage. They want him to leave. The world wanted to get rid of Jesus so bad they killed him. Not that they took his life because they didn't have the power to do that. He surrendered his life, let me be clear. But they desired him to be dead. Yes, they did. Accustomed to bondage. And see, we can easily become accustomed to that bondage too. They were afraid when he was in his right mind. Can you imagine coming to your right mind and then being afraid of what you saw that your right mind was really like? Afraid of success? Afraid of prosperity? Afraid of true health? Afraid of real peace? Afraid of real joy? This is the right mind that is available to us. But are we accustomed to the bondage that we've been in for so long? Accustomed to the pain. So we don't really declare our freedom from the pain. I got pain in my foot right now. And I know that there are plenty of people that if they had the pain and had to get around like I am, they would not be in church this morning. They wouldn't be getting up flights of stairs back and forth like I do. And I'm not patting myself on the back because I know there's other people who have gone through a whole lot worse. And they keep on going. They keep on smiling. They keep on giving glory and honor unto God. They keep on worshiping. They remain the victor and not the victim. Because there is victory in Jesus. And if victory is available, why should I be a victim? If health is available, why should I be unhealthy? If power is available, why should I be powerless? If happiness is available, why do I choose to be depressed? Help us, Lord. Help us, Jesus, because we have become accustomed to bondage. If freedom is available, why do I choose to be in bondage? Ah. Accustomed to evil. See, bondage is somehow similarly and connected to evil. Anybody think that uh, evil will put somebody in bondage? Yes. There, there are some people who surrender their lives to that which is evil. There are people who uh, practice witchcraft. There are people who call themselves devil worshipers, and that is evil. There are people that are so filled with hatred for anybody or anything that does not fit within their value system. That is unlike them. 
That is evil. That is bondage. Can you imagine the joy that we would all experience if there were no hatred? Praise God, hallelujah, because that is what is available to us in Jesus. Amen. You know, our God is so loving and so kind, and he allows. And I, for the life of me, I cannot understand how he remains so loving and so kind when he sees everything that is done. And he sees everything that I think and everything that I do. Sometimes, has anybody ever gotten on your nerves? Uh huh. <laughs> and when somebody gets on your nerves, it is so hard sometimes within myself to maintain my cool. And when I say cool, Christ over our lives. That's what cool represents to me. <laughs> Christ over our lives. I, I don't want to be cool in my own self. But I lose my cool. I, re, I lose the Christ over my life sometimes when somebody gets on my nerves. And I have to quickly remind myself that's not the way to act. Don't choose that way. Amen. Don't you choose that path. Don't you say what you thought you were getting ready to say. Don't you say what you thought you wanted to say. Right. Change it. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and my son Adam reminds me, that's what I yell to myself. Stop. <laughs> and it's important to do that. You have just broken that old pattern. Yes. Amen. You are getting rid of the new, the old man. And you are allowing the new man to take over. Yes. That new thinking, that right thinking, that right mind, praise yes. God. Don't be afraid of that right mind. Because sometimes we want to get into our old mind. In our old ways. And our old ways will not do us any good. It will do us harm. It will do someone else harm because we destroy our witness time and time again when we get into the old ways and the old mind. And that is what scares some people from being in the right mind. Because they feel like they're being weak now. They feel like they're being taken advantage of. Can you imagine if Jesus felt that way, like he was being taken advantage of? I tell you what, if he did, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> if he did, I wouldn't be here. Because he'd say, this one is useless. Time and time again, I've given him chances. And look at what he's done with all the, all the things that I have given him. All the benefits that are at, available to him. And he just takes advantage. But I, I believe sometimes we ourselves, we think we're being taken advantage of by somebody else and we get major attitude. I know I've done it. Amen. When I feel like somebody's taking advantage of me, I want to shut the door. Mm -hmm. yeah. 
Can you imagine if Jesus did that to us? Praise God. <laughs> it would be horrible. I, I'm with you, Sister Lois. Yes. And we would be lost yes. yet again. So mm -hmm. But I don't want to be afraid to be in my right mind. Amen. I don't want to dismiss Jesus from my presence. Like they did because they were accustomed to bondage, accustomed to evil. Can you imagine? Yes. And sometimes you get accustomed to pain, don't you? Oh, yeah. You remember the story of the uh, hound dog sitting on a nail? <laughs> accustomed yes. to sitting on that nail and he would howl. Ooh, ooh. And the passersby, they'd say, well, what's wrong with your dog? Oh, ain't nothing wrong with him. He's just sitting on a nail. Well, why don't he get off the nail? He don't want to. He'd rather just sit there and howl. And is that how we are sometimes? We're so accustomed to our pain, so accustomed to our situation or circumstance. All we rather do is complain about it and not do something about it with what is already available to us, already provided by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because we are accustomed to the bondage that we keep ourselves in. Amen. And there's freedom from it all. Praise yes. God. Amen. Yes. Yes, Lord. In Psalm 42. Turn with me there. Psalm 42 verses 1 and 2 we're going to look at. So uh, in this message this morning, I hope y'all can come to understand why I do. Why I declare my dependence upon Jesus. You know, um, and where can I hide from Jesus? Is there anywhere that I can hide from him? No. I mean, the message was preached, hide and seek. After that followed the message, tag, you're it. And then after that was the message, follow the leader. Yes. Praise God. I preached hide and seek. Brother Adam preached, tag, you're it. Brother Edwin preached, follow the leader. Praise God. We cannot hide anywhere from God. And he continues right. to seek after us. Every one of you that is here this morning, I believe you've all had time to try to hide from God. Right. And you tried it. And he sought you out. And you're here this morning. Can we give him some praise? Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He's tagging you and he's saying you're it. He's saying, follow the leader, not those around you. He's calling you individually to follow him. Yes, he is. Yeah. Those that are in leadership around you, follow them only if they are following Christ. Amen. And then I say this. Don't judge them too harshly, praise God, as they are following Christ. And then those leaders, don't judge those that are under your leadership too harshly either as they follow Christ.
follow the leader and practice that same patience. Confidence that he has in us that we can, we are able. Praise God. We had a funeral here yesterday. And in that message, <clears throat> I had the people repeat after me, I am able. Y'all say it this morning. I am able. Praise God. And in that ability that you have, I want you to remember this. Cain slew his brother Abel. He killed his brother Abel. Don't be a Cain to your ability. Don't kill your own ability. Praise God. Another thing I want us to look at here this morning is, has any man-made kingdom that has ruled lasted forever? No. Hmm. Amen. Praise God. In Psalm 42, verses 1 and 2, it says, As the heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Praise the Lord. Are we ever hidden from God? No. We are always no. in his sight. Amen. No matter how far away from him we think we are, we are right there. Mm -hmm. We are not hidden from him. But see, Amen. as the deer is thirsty for the water brooks, can our souls ever get to the point where they are thirsty, panting after God that way? When a deer is scared of something, maybe something is hunting that deer and it has to run and it has to run for a distance till it gets to safety. That deer now is thirsty so bad for water and it needs to get to water rather soon. But this is what this scripture is talking about. His soul, his, he is thirsting so bad after water. That's all he really wants at that time is water. Can our soul ever get to the point where that's all we want is Jesus? Right. Nothing else will do. But see, when, our, when we are thirsting after those things in the world, and we have our priorities all wrong, it is going to be a danger to us because the, the Bible says, and I want to skip down to Matthew chapter six and verse 33. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Praise God. Now, there's many times we are seeking after things in life. If we go seeking after health, right? If we go seeking after peace, if we go seeking after happiness, and we seek after these things with our worldly knowledge, with how we have been trained and brought up by the world, no God in it, no Bible in it, but it's just the world in us. We're seeking after things instead of seeking after God. When we put those things first, our lives are going to be totally out of order. Totally out of order. Because the moment some of those things disappear, 
we are going to be lost. But when we seek after God and when we seek after his righteousness first, it doesn't matter if we have those things or not. And when we get those things, if they disappear and we still have God, we've got our priorities straight and we know we still have everything. Everything. Can we give the Lord some praise this morning? But when we seek those things first, those things will put us in bondage. And we will, become, we will become accustomed to the bondage of those things. There are so many people, praise God, that just are so into fitness and exercise, but they don't have God in their lives. They don't have God in their lives, and that's, that's really what they have put as the idol in their lives. And when you idolize something like that, your life is out of order and you are now in bondage to that. Amen. Nothing else is a priority to you but that. And that is for anything in our lives. We can put job there, career there. And it gets all out of order. There's been people who have lost their careers and committed suicide because they didn't have God in their lives. You think if they had God in their lives, they, they'd be of the attitude, uh, no, better job is on the way. Better opportunity is on the way. Praise God anyway. You know what? I may not be able to exercise anymore, but praise God, I can still get up in the morning. Praise God, I still got a voice. Praise God, I can still do this and take an inventory of what you got left. Praise God, and you got so much more when you got Jesus. Praise God. Instead of being accustomed to the bondage. Help us, Lord. In Psalm 27, Psalm chapter 27 and verse 4, it says, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Thank you, Lord. Mighty God. What, how precious is that? The one thing that you're desiring. And see, when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that is the desire that it's talking about. Praise God. You're not hidden from God anyway. He sees you whatever you're doing anyway. Can you imagine now? Okay, God, you see me. I want to see you. <laughs> you see me. I want to see you. In, in, in different movies you watch now, they, they, it seems like that has become a catchphrase. I see you. You hear it so often. I see you. Can you imagine? God is always seeing us. And then you say, Lord, I see you. <laughs> I see you. I see your beauty. When I see your beauty, Lord, I see my beauty. Jesus. I'm getting in my right mind. Don't be afraid of that right mind. Amen. We get afraid of that right mind because we become accustomed to the bondage. Sometimes we become accustomed to the bondage of telling ourselves, oh, look at you. Look at how you look. You look disgusting. 
Ain't nothing pretty about you. Nothing handsome about you. You begin to see everything that's wrong with you. You begin to listen to the lies. And, and this is one of the things, too, that kind of, I guess, irritate me a bit. I'll hear people say, well, I've been listening to the devil. The devil's been talking to me. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, why are you giving the devil your time? listening to a liar the devil's been telling me this about me the devil's been saying that about me why don't you listen to what Jesus says about you why don't you agree with what Jesus says about you stop listening to the father of lies my God But desire the Lord, seek after him. When you seek things first, all those things that you are seeking, they're going to come together and they're going to work against you rather than for you. You might have wealth. You could have your health. You could have uh, peace and happiness. But when you have sought those things First, and then they begin to be plucked out of your life, they will work against you instead of for you. Instead of agreeing with the word of God, and the word of God says, all things work together for the good for those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. When God calls you, God is expecting you to surrender unto him. When you don't surrender unto him, you are limiting yourself and you are keeping yourself in bondage. You are refusing to be in your right mind. And you might think you're in your right mind. But when you put your right mind side by side with the mind of Christ, and then you begin to compare the two, you then get to choose if you're really in your right mind or not. And there's often times when I've done that, and I said, Lord, forgive me, because I was not in my right mind, because I was not in the mind of Christ. Because Christ's mind says so many different things about me than my own mind says about me. Your flesh, when you get in your right mind in the mind of Christ, your flesh aligns with God rather than things. You can be without anything, but because you have aligned with God, you will be in your right mind. In Psalm 63 and verse 1, it says, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. That was Psalm 63 and 1. Praise God. We, we are dwelling amongst the psalm trees today. Instead of the palm trees, we in the psalm trees. 
I read that again. O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. You know, and you can take that as early in the morning. You can, but I would rather prefer taking it early in my life. And the earliest in your life is the youngest one in here this morning. Early. Uh -huh, start early seeking you, God. And keep on seeking you. And it says, my soul thirsts. There's that thirsting again. My soul is thirsting for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land. We sung about that dry and thirsty land. He's a river in the desert. Pouring his spirit on the broken. Giving beauty for ashes. Praise God. Where no water is. Praise God. Where no water is, there's no water in the desert. But my wife and I have been watching a program. It's called Planet Earth, Our Planet. And it is just amazing how science and scientists begin to reveal the different things that take place in the earth from the algae that is in the water and then the different microorganisms that begin to eat the algae and because they eat the algae then they feed another form of life in the ocean and that form of life in the ocean then feeds bigger forms of life in the ocean and those bigger forms of life in the ocean then begin to feed the birds the birds then go to other parts of the region in the desert and everything and then God sends a miraculous storm in the desert a certain time of the years where the birds migrate and then they populate that area and then they bring vegetation and everything to that area in the desert it is just absolutely positively amazing this is the god that we serve that brings the thirsty desert water how much more Woo! glory how much more does he bring all these things that he promises in our word, in his word, that he will bring to our lives if we but seek him first? Hallelujah. Get out of the bondage that we're in. Jesus. Don't be like that pike searching after that minnow. We've created these limitations and these barriers in our lives and we do not even get to enjoy the things that are right there all around us inside of us. Because we become accustomed to the bondage, accustomed to the evil, and refusing to be in the right mind of Christ. Can we give the Lord some praise this morning? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot in this message this morning, but I don't even want to preach it all. I feel like I preached enough. I really do. <laughs> Praise God. You know what? The body sometimes cannot keep up with the spirit. And that's just Bible. We're going to get an incorruptible body one day. Praise the Lord. And I, I am looking forward to that. But I am going to enjoy every moment that I can in this body that I have. Praise God. And you know what? I'm not even going to consider so much the limitations in this body because, you know, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Praise the Lord. I forget the one um, 
pastor evangelist name, but he has a ministry. It's called uh, No Limbs. And he doesn't have any arms, any legs. Ha! And he's lived, a, he's lived a life of pain. But the man is married and he has children. And he gets around on a, motor, a, a motorized uh, vehicle. Praise God, that's pretty cool. But I look at somebody like him and there's no excuses. He's prayed and had other people get healed and he's wondered, why am I not getting healed? Why is my body not growing limbs? But he doesn't st that doesn't stop him from bringing the word of God. From being a minister of the gospel, praise God, which God has called each and every one of us to be. Every one of us, praise God. Let's give him some praise this morning. But let's not be a destroyer of our own witness and of the power of God by being powerless and going around and acting like a victim instead of a victor. Because we've got the victory in Christ Jesus this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But let's give him the praise. Let's not be like Nebuchadnezzar. Let's not seek the things first and then get all puffed up in them. Because God will take them from us. Just like he did King Nebuchadnezzar. But let's get it right. Let's get it right. If we put truly, if we put God for, and sometimes, you know, we can get mistaken and think that we're doing that. We can think that we're putting God first, but, you know, when we, we got to be good self-examiners. Not, not have someone else do an examination for us. Do your own examination. And I'm telling you, that use the criteria in the Bible, in the Word. That's where you're going to get your evaluation materials from, from the Word. Use the message even this morning. Use those scriptures even this morning that you have heard. And then see if you are aligning with the Word. The stories that I, I told you this morning, they're not the word of God. But they sure enough demonstrate the word of God because Jesus preached with story. He told stories. And then he explained them to those that he loved. Praise God. God was the one who gave me the ability to go ahead and explain a story. Amen. And I often got to use myself in the story. We've heard it preached before or seen a slogan, no perfect people allowed. But I do believe God is perfecting us. Amen. So the more perfect you are, praise God, you are welcome here. Just be patient with some of us that are not as perfect as you might be <laughs> just like Jesus is because he is truly perfect perfect in beauty perfect in peace perfect in truth perfect in wisdom perfect in understanding perfect in knowledge perfect in all the fruit of the spirit 
perfect in right-mindedness. And again, follow the leader. And desire to be perfect like he is perfect. Amen. So don't become accustomed to bondage. Did the message make sense to anybody this morning? Give the Lord a praise if it did. <laughs> praise God. So now we are going to close this morning. Um, and the altar is open if you want to come and pray for a while. You come and pray. Amen. Those of you who have joined us by phone this morning, we appreciate you joining us by phone this morning. Praise God. I did cut the message somewhat short here this morning. I am sweaty. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I am drenched. Praise God. Um, and... I know if I'm hot, you're probably hot. I might be a little bit hotter because I'm up here yelling and screaming and carrying on. Praise the Lord. But I hope even in my excitement as I deliver the word, as I deliver the message that God has brought to me, that I bring it in a way that is palatable for you, that you can take it, you can use it. Not tomorrow only, but today. Put it in use today. And put it in use for your every tomorrow. Thank you, Jesus. God is really calling us to a higher place in him. It's available. Anybody want it? <laughs> Praise God. It's an upgrade. Anybody ever been on a vacation when they've given you a free upgrade? Yes. You like those upgrades, don't you? God is calling us to an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. God bless you. Sister wife, would you come this morning? And I'm going to get off this leg. Praise God. <laughs> God bless you all and happy 4th of July. Happy Dependence Day. Yes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The message was awesome. Amen. Praise God. When Pastor Adam started talking about the program that we've been watching, Our Planet, I strongly encourage you to watch the series. There's two seasons of it, but in the first series that we watched, and this is talking about taking dominion. God has given us in the flesh to take dominion over the things of the earth. So when God put things into, the pla into place, he made man last after he made the earth and the sky and the firmament and the stars and the ocean. But what happens is first in, in this our planet, in order for the species to survive up to us, and I'm talking about in the physical you know, we think we don't matter. We think that little kids think they don't matter sometimes or one individual thinks they don't matter sometimes, but that is not true. God put it into place where even the dust particles that are thrown up into the environment and come back down into the ocean have to happen in order for things to progress. And Pastor Adam and I got to talking about if those little dust particles matter, how much more do we matter? The dust particles, and they talked about a billion tons of dust going up into the air that comes down and falls into the water that then causes a certain series of events to happen in the ocean. 
for the algae to come up, for the anchovies then to come because the algae is there, and then the bigger fish have to come and feed on the anchovies. But not only are the anchovies themselves, these little tiny anchovy fish are important to the whole cycle of life on our earth. Can you believe that? Some people, they get anchovies on their pizza, whether they want it or not. And you look at these little tiny fish and you don't really give them much thought. But if the dust didn't go up into the air to come down into the ocean, for the algae to form, for the anchovies to eat, for then the birds of the air then come and feed on them at the same time, sea life and, and then life in the air and then taking it to other areas. I could go on and on and on about the cycle but if a little dust particle matters to god in his creation and then he took it all the way up to man it matters that we are alive to him amen praise god and not only that he says that when all of these things that he put into place to happen for for his creation to survive he says then i want to to give you dominion over all of these things. Not, again, to abuse what I have put into the earth, but he says, I have given you dominion over the fish and the fowl and the things of the earth for us to care for. Amen, praise God. And I think that there is a message in that because he says that we have to care about our planet. We have to care about our oceans and our waters and the fish and the fowl and the animals. Amen. And, and care about ourselves. He says, and then overall, he says, I'm going to care for you. Amen. Praise God. It is miraculous what the Lord has done. Amen. He's the one who created the, 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 the universe. Right? And here we are sometimes feeling like we're so small compared to the universe. But when you are feeling small, when you are feeling like your life doesn't matter, just remember he created the dust particles that have to go up into the air to come down into the ocean to feed the fish, to feed the bigger fish, to then feed the birds so that they can carry whatever it is they carry to other parts of the land so that we as human beings can thrive because he cares about us. Amen. Praise God. So that's worth a praise, isn't it today? Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He goes along with Pastor Adam's message. Amen. He has given us freedom. Amen to choose how we will be. That's why his word says, choose you this day who you're gonna serve as for me in my house, I'm gonna serve the Lord, amen. So you choose every day as Pastor Adam preached in his message. Is he gonna choose to let the spirit take over the flesh in a time of aggravation or a time of provocation? Or are we just gonna let the flesh take over and do what we wanna do, amen? So we're not in bondage anymore to the flesh. The enemy, we, before we know the Lord, we're in bondage to the flesh, to the enemy, because he, he's the one who has control over us. But then it's up to say, Lord, okay, I want you to take control now and give me freedom in the flesh. Amen. Praise God. Let us stand and go before the Lord in prayer, everyone. And those of you who are gathered together online, it, it has been a time in the Lord, as we say, and it always is. Amen. Praise God. It is so good to have a Adrian with us and all of her beautiful family. Amen. Praise God. Gracious. Yes, Pastor. Pastor Adam wants to sing a song. Amen. Hold on online.
Now, if we're going to sing a song, I want those of you who have joined us online. I know a lot of our church members are online today. Amen. Praise God. I believe we have Sister Pamela, Sister Melinda. We have Brother Greg and Sister Maxine. Amen. Praise God. We have Brother Adam on the line here tonight. Amen. Brother Sister Johnelle, Sister Charlene. Amen. Praise God. We have Brother Will Warlinski with us today. I'm looking through the feed. If anyone has joined us online today and you have not made yourself known, make yourself known in the comments. Amen. Praise God so we can give you a shout out this morning. Amen. But Pastor wants us to sing together. Eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. He is tramping out the vintage where the grapes of wrath are stored. He hath loosed his faithful lightning from his terrible swift sword. His truth is marching on. Amen. We pray your safety. Amen. This weekend, we pray that you will have a blessed and beautiful fellowship with family and friends. Amen. We are going to go before the Lord in prayer and dismiss. Gracious Lord Jesus, most heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for being gathered together in this place to share our praise and our thanks unto you. We are thankful for the word that has been shared today, Father God. We thank you for the freedom that you have given us and the dominion that you have given us. Mighty God is your creation. We thank you for your love, your mercy, your grace. And we plead your blood over those that have been gathered here today, those that are online, our friends, our family, our loved ones this weekend, Father God, and keep your angels encamped about us, protecting us from seen and unseen dangers, Father God. We ask these and all blessings in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, and everybody said amen, amen. and amen. God bless you, everyone.